brothers and sisters, this is William Jackson. Once again, coming to you, I am so excited and pumped up and so joyous in each and every day. God has blessed us to do the works that he needs us to do to build his kingdom. And I am sharing my knowledge about technology, social media, and ministry to build digital evangelists. And it's such an honor to come before you each and every day, each and every week to share. This, I believe, is my 62nd uh, episode, and I'm combining my uh, podcast with Let the Bible Speak TV. So I occasionally link the Let the Bible Speak TV with the podcast and the podcast with the Let the Bible Speak TV uh, from Jos, Nigeria. And I give a shout out to my brothers Enoch and George. May God continue to bless the works that you're doing, even during these dangerous times of COVID, um, up, uh, upheavals, political upheavals, social issues that are uh, going around the world. They're just, just not social issues here in the United States, but they are global issues dealing with human rights, freedom of speech, access to technology and jobs, and so much is going on with uh, the still, even in this day and age, the persecution of Christians. And I just want to um, share my um, uh, uh, connection with my brothers and sisters across the African continent. Aida and I uh, participated in a conference, the African Language Conference. And we want to thank uh, Avista and Addie for allowing us to speak and this happened on the clubhouse audio uh, platform and it was so wonderful it was uh three days thursday friday saturday and such a wonderful opportunity to share information concerning african languages and on this audio app you are able to engage with people around the world and i must say that i am so blessed Aida and I my wife and I have been on this app since last year and I believe in July June July of 2021 and we have to this date participated in 14 15 conferences and shared uh, our passion for stem and steam and technology and ministry and other areas being teachers um, Aida is a teacher at Lenore Ryan University I am a teacher at um, Florida State College of Jacksonville. So being professors allows us to do academic work. Um, we are able to globally do ministerial work and to share our skills and talents as, as advocates for STEAM and education. And, you know, as educators, we have expectations for success of our students and that we encourage all of our students to have equal access to technology equal access to information and we are very passionate not just about the united states but also about african nations and it's unfortunate that many african nations still do not value their girls and women equally as they do the boys and men uh, in my educational diversity and i've talked about this before um, teaching on the college level i see all sides of issues and situations and circumstances that girls and women are treated differently, which is wrong, but they should be provided equal access to educational resources and business opportunities as entrepreneurs. 
digital access comes access comes with a caution that we have to be careful of and a curse when it crosses with social issues and we must make sure that as um, educators that we make sure that we have lines of communication open with our students and throughout the community and sharing our passion for learning and education. Learning is not about gross memorization. Learning is about being a critical thinker. It is about being a forward thinker. It is about using our skills, talents, and abilities and information to share information in a broad spectrum of ways. And I want to really talk about the technological and educational aspects as I have been um, since uh, several days ago about uh, Africa. And Africa as a continent is made up of 54 nations that are independent, that are wondrous um, and beautiful communities of people and cultures and languages and, and, and traditions. And for too long, Europeans have tried to determine what is best for African people without asking African people what they want, what they need, what they would like to have. And this needs to stop. This is why technology is one reason technology is very important, because it allows African people to share their ideas, to share their knowledge, to share their their successes, their challenges, and to communicate and to collaborate and to unite. There is there, there would be nothing more powerful in this world if African nations united together, all 54 nations uniting with a common goal. And this is why you see more and more European nations um, that promote divisiveness within and with on the continent of Africa, why they are so bent on not allowing Africa to unify. Because if Africa ever did unify in the right way, they would be a global leader because of all the natural resources that are on or in Africa. When I say natural resources, I'm talking about um, the, the mental abilities of Africans to be creatives, to be designers, to be innovators. You know, all of those wonderful things that uh, promote and expand the ability of people. And being able to do that, uh, Africa will take its place as a global leader, if not the global leader. And you don't have to be a global leader all the time with nuclear weapons. You can be a global leader with thought leaders. You can be a global leader with uh, with uh, uh, collaboration. You can be a global leader economically. You can be a global leader educationally. So Africa is on the cusp, it's on the edge of all of this. And in some ways we must support the growth and sustainability of Africa. Uh, one of the things I'd like to share uh, dealing with technology and education, uh, just a few lists. And, and again, I always have these lists that I come up and that I share and I break it, break it up. And because uh, it's important that as a teacher, as a professor, as a parent, as a community activist, and someone involved even virtually with what's going on on the continent. I want to share my knowledge. So I'm going to share these these five things and have a conversation. And as always, I enjoy and appreciate feedback that people provide. So number one, uh, African parents, monitor your children's online activity 
constantly and consistently and explain your behavior expectations for your children's actions. African children are, are no different than American children when it comes to accessing the internet and looking for sites and information they are excited about. Parents should be aware of where their children are going online and with the, with the growth of the metaverse, African parents need to understand that the metaverse will take their children potentially to places they may not want them to go. Children's psychological safety is just as important as their physical safety. So even though they may not have a potential a physical stalker, but a cyber stalker is just as dangerous as a physical stalker because the cyber stalker, once they engage in stalking online, it's a game, of, uh, it's a mental game. It's a psychological game and it creates uh, unneeded and unjustified stresses on young people, knowing that somebody's stalking you digitally. Parents need to make sure they have conversations about their favorite sites, who their friends are online and what social media platforms their children are using. Parents are have a right to ask these questions. Now, that doesn't mean that their children are always, always ready to, to share because in some cases, children are like, okay, I don't want my parents to know where I'm doing. I don't want them to know where I'm going. But as parents, if they're using the electronic devices that you purchased, you have a right to do that. And you have a right to take them away um, from your children if they're not doing what they're supposed to do. Uh, are your children, you think about this, are your children using video to share information? Are they using Google Maps to tell their friends where they live? Um, these are questions African parents need to make sure they have answers to because it is dangerous in this world that children sharing video and somebody can look through the video or look at the video and tell that the child is home, whether they're home alone or home with their parents or the exact location of their home. We know in these turbulent political times that parents may be of political background and political influence, even religious background and religious influence, and they're trying to keep a low profile. They're not trying to advertise where they live at. They're not trying to advertise their family structure, what's going on. But kids don't have that, that common knowledge. They will share all their information with the world and not expect anything to happen. So parents... It is important that you have these conversations with your children to share with them. Hey, you can't share everything that goes on in this house with the world because that creates dangers. Parents, make sure you talk to educators and other parents about sharing educational and entertainment resources. The best professional development for parents is to share and collaborate and work with, with other parents and educators to share your information that you learn and conduct yourself and act yourself accordingly. Because in this digital age, there's so many wonderful resources, but sometimes it's not easy to access. It's not easy to get to. So it's very important that we continue to push forward to share good content with our youth, teens, and young adults. Starting with number two, uh, African parents, no safety, no injury. No safety, no injury. African parents should be involved in determining how much tech is being used for their children in their homes, in the communities, and in their schools. Because if you know your children are safe, 
if you understand that your children are going to safe websites, you are less worried, you are less um, likely to worry. But if you don't know, if you don't know where they are, if you don't know where they're going online, that can create stresses for parents. It can also be potential injury for children that share their personal information online with the world because there are physical stalkers. There are people that are out there that are cyberbullying and regular bullying. There are people that are looking to kidnap kids and to grab kids and to abduct kids and sell them into sexual slavery or sell them into child labor around different parts of the world. So it's really key and really important that parents set the expectations that the, the safety of the family comes first and that the safety comes at the, at the expense sometimes of being friends with people online. You cannot be friends with everybody online, young men and young women, our brothers and sisters. You just can't be because you don't know other people's ulterior motives. It is important that you sit down with your children, you talk to them, and you let them know there are adults out there pretending to be like children to gain their confidence to gain um, access to their homes, to gain access to their families, which is not a positive thing. So it's, it's really important that young people understand that. Uh, number uh, three, uh, African parents, your child can build a positive relationship and respect for their online activities so long as it's guided by you. The respect decreases when there's bullying, cyberbullying, cyberstalking, and sexting. And it's important that parents have these conversations with their kids. Uh, sexting is when uh, people are taking pictures of themselves either fully nude or partially nude and sending it to other people. And when children are under 18, that is considered child pornography. And I think on an international level, it can be, um, it can be um, charged it's some kind of felony or it can result in um, a prison term. So we must have those conversations again, parents, about no matter who the kids are talking to, no matter if the, that person says that they're their BFF or best friend forever, or they want to be their best friends and to send them a nude or semi-nude picture. Your friends should not, or <clears throat> real friends would not do that. And that is illegal. Because they don't know once you click send what that person is going to do with those images, what that person is going to do with those pictures. So parents, it is very important that we talk to our children about this and make them understand or have them understand the ramifications of their actions. Also, we have to understand that that children are, are prone to um, not thinking clearly or not using common sense. That's just the thing about children. Even here at the school, I have to make sure I understand that the students are not using common sense. And I have to redirect their vision and redirect what they're doing. The other one is number four. You have to make sure that you understand what peer pressure is. Peer pressure is potentially the most dangerous thing for young people. Because they want kids want their peers to like them. Uh, kids want their peers to want to be around them. Uh, kids want their peers to share things with them. There's nothing that can hurt worse a peer, a young person, than their friends not telling them information or sharing information or ostracizing them or ignoring them. 
unfortunately kids have committed suicide because they felt that their their friends no longer like them or need them kids have they have done physical damage to themselves cutting um burning themselves with cigarettes and doing other things because they're they're in emotional and psychological turmoil so it's important that that number four that we're talking about uh, parents must model good behavior online parents if you model good behavior your children will follow behind you if you model consistently great behavior your child will follow behind and they will accept the responsibility of doing what is right children are modeling your behavior parents when they hear you speaking and acting and behaving a particular way online the internet can be a fun place but we must understand that there are dangers and those dangers can affect a person psychologically they can affect a person mentally they can affect a person emotionally and other areas as well uh, when i say psychologically that's long-term um, long-term effects when i say mentally that can be short term for just a minute that um, they see something that's shocking and it may not hit them until later what they saw, especially if it's extreme violence or sexual situations, because children are not mentally and emotionally ready for certain experiences that are happening. It's important that we, if possible, that that parents have software on a computer that will filter out pornographic material that'll filter out violence that'll filter out um, anti uh, uh, faith based information so kids can be safe online and enjoy the experience and learn it's valuable and important that parents you take the lead and you be proactive um, finally um, in closing parents Number five, set a time limit. Don't have your children on the computer all day, every day, particularly the weekend. Set a time limit for when your children are online. Uh, place more emphasis on reading and other activities that challenge thinking, thinking, reasoning, and higher order thinking skills and critical thinking. African youth have great potential to influence the future of their nation and their continent. But in order to do, the, do that, they must have a balance. And balance is key and balance is important because having a balance helps African parents to understand what their children are going through, what their children are experiencing in online environments. The metaverse is coming, y'all. The metaverse is coming. But before the metaverse gets here, parents, you still have your children on um, uh, roadblocks. You're still your children are still going on Minecraft. They're going on different gaming platforms. If you have the Oculus, the big glasses that let you uh, allow you into the virtual worlds and the augmented worlds, that still has an effect on your children. So you must be sure and you must be positive that you are engaging in them, you're working with them, you're supporting them, you're reinforcing your expectations for their safety and their behavior online. As a teacher, I'm constantly talking to my students, guiding them, um, sharing information with them, and even getting feedback from them from their experiences so I can model my instruction, model my behavior, and model how I guide them. It takes a village, y'all. It really does to raise children, uh, whether that village is local, national, and global. It takes all of us working together. Thank you for once again being here. And we're going to be back again.
in a few days sharing some more information this series is not over yet we have more to talk about um, I want to make sure I share some valuable information with parents but I don't want to inundate parents all at one time I want it in bits and pieces so I can share it with each and every one of you God bless take care this is William Jackson here in Jacksonville Florida United States of America with my quest to teach digital evangelism please reach out reach back uh, reach up reach out to me um, let me know what you think of the content how I can help in other projects, what's going on that I may be of assistance uh, with, and even what I can talk about sharing on this platform. It's been an honor. God bless y'all. Take care. Bye-bye.